0: Good morning, welcome to The Bigger Picture. And today we are diving into the world of small caps. So these are the stocks, penny stocks sometimes, which are often overlooked because of the headlines we sometimes see in the papers. They just don't get enough attention. Well, there are opportunities there if you want to diversify your portfolio. So let's unpack it with Alfie Yeo. He is the Head of Singapore Small and Mid-Cap Research at RHB Bank. Good morning, Alfie. How are you doing today? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's um, great having you on because you track this space very closely. So let's talk about how these small cap names have been performing in the past year. First, to set a context of where we are right now. So overall, large caps have been outperforming if you go by some of the recent performance indicators. So if you look at STI in the past year, it's up 4.1%. But small caps are down by over 20%. What is happening here, Alfie?
1: Yep. So this is very typical and reflective of the view that large-cap companies are better managed. They pose lower earnings risk than small-cap companies. In any given year, we can also see lateral uh, rotation from large-cap stocks to small-cap stocks. But with economy being uh, a little bit uh, jittery, we have seen that um, the large-cap stocks are outperforming uh, mm. small-cap stocks. So largely reflective that uh, large cap companies are better managed, so this they, they, is where we are seeing uh, the, the the money is going into FTR, which outperform and uh, small cap. Yeah. Uh, underperforming
0: yeah i feel that's a good point right with jitters people normally flock to the bigger names if you look at the current backdrop we've got downside risks in the economy they seem to be appearing if you look at the Straits times front page you've got talk of a slowdown in singapore you've got around the world the banking sector um, situation in the u.s and overall tightening conditions around the world how will that play out for the small cap space
1: yeah, so hopefully uh, these interest rate increases in the U.S. will slow down and provide a little bit of uh, relief for the overall economy. And uh, hopefully this uh, slight relief will uh, overflow to the businesses and consumers. Hopefully this will improve economic activity. So our house view is that uh, going into second half 2023, we are bullish that a global recovery will Mm. So there are already early signs of bottoming out in trade, industrial production, retail sales, and a PMI data in many of the AsiaX Japan economies. So hopefully, if this plays out according to our house view of the second half, recovery, uh, that will also provide some relief to the small-cap stocks.
0: Yeah, I suppose the other way to look at it, Alfie, is that these still have upside potential because they have not uh, seen a big run yet when it comes to small-caps. So let's talk about your list of 20 small-cap jewels. Give us an idea how they were selected, what are some of the criteria you used, and where some of these um, stocks are situated when it comes to sectors.
1: Okay, so when we approach this project, we have largely used a bottom-up stock picking approach and uh, we go by individual stocks and take into account uh, their growth drivers valuation operational financial strength and other situational catalysts or drivers to arrive at our stock pick so in short Strong fundamentals, good growth story, imminent catalyst, or attractive and low valuation. So uh, you have one of at least one of these mm, characters.
0: I see. It. Yeah, I see. You've got a bit of a concentration in the consumer and health test healthcare sectors. Uh, one of the names that stands out, Sheng Xiong, is one of the stocks with the biggest market caps on your list.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. We we like this stock because of its stable net profit and uh, stable growth, defensive nature. So, uh, in times of economic uncertainty, uh, this stock provides a, a, a stable growth and, and, and is defensive in nature. And what's more, it has uh, generated good cash flow for, for, for shareholders. Uh, it has no debt and attractive dividend as well. So uh, we, we, we kind of like this stock and uh, probably one of the top few names in, in our list.
0: Yeah, Xing Xion is a favourite when it comes to uh, playing in the supermarket space as well. And in terms of ROEs, the top jewel was media company Audience Analytics. What's... The story here.
1: Okay, so how companies achieve ROE is that uh, they have uh, very little equity, or uh, their earnings is uh, very high as compared to their uh, equity. So for audience analytics, it has a uh, very little to know that and. Margins are very high. It's uh, it's more of a service based company. So, not much of a cost over there. And with uh, high margins and uh, high earnings as compared to your equity, you get a very high RO. So, the attraction of audience analytics here is that as uh, economies come out of, uh, as the economy comes out of post COVID and uh, companies uh, emerge post-COVID, there'll be more companies that will accept their award services as they dish out awards. And when companies accept these awards, uh, they actually get more revenue and, and earnings as well. So a uh, top ROE mm. company, audience uh, and yeah. an interesting company
0: there. Yeah, think normally people want to look for companies with high ROEs. But here on the list, you've got one at the other end of the scale, which is showing an ROE of negative 33% so this is ISO team where is this on your list okay so this stock is actually a turnaround
1: story it's going from a loss position to a profit position and of course this year we have forecast a break-even year for ISO team and when the earnings is break-even you take the earnings which is very low that's how you arrive at a negative ROE or when uh, you're making a loss that's how you arrive at a negative ROE but this company is an earnings turnaround story so we should look at Uh, how earnings will turn around from Mm. a loss to a profit going forward. So this year would be break-even and uh, going forward to next year, uh, we anticipate that earnings will recover. And so this is the play that for, for earnings to recover. If you get in now, of course, valuations are reflective of um, of a break-even scenario. But if you're going to go in and you're going to hold it, and if our uh, assumptions play out for uh, earnings recovery, that's where the upside is.
0: All right, ISO team in Singapore's building, maintenance and estate upgrading industry. Turn uh, around story, perhaps, And just to wrap things up, Alfie, you've got one REIT on your list. Cromwell European REIT, which has a focus on the logistics and light industrial sector in Europe. And this is interesting because Europe is not going through a great time right now. Uh,
1: Yes, but uh, in their recent release, uh, we see that the Europe rental market, at least for their portfolio, it appears stable and uh, the latest net property income, it grew by... 3.6 percent year on year so there is still some growth there overall occupancy is high at uh, around 96 percent and uh their weighted average lease expiry has uh about 4.5 years so which means have tenants are locked in for the next mm. um, four to five years and it's 96 percent occupancy uh in one queue, the last result, he also had rent revision of uh, 6 to 7%, 6.7% in fact. Yeah, and um it appears stable, and based on this, we are positive. Besides, based on the Oxford economic forecast of Europe's 2023 GDP, uh, the April forecast was slightly better than the same forecast made in uh, January 2023. So uh, in terms of that, there's a slight uptick in the outlook, a GDP outlook in uh, the various regions in Europe. So uh, there's some tailwind
0: there. All right. That's a good wrap-up of some of the jewels in a small-cap space to look out for. We've been chatting with Alfie Yo. He is the Head of Singapore Small and Mid-Cap Research for RHB Bank. Thanks for your time today, Alfie. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app